Yo, welcome back to the XYZ podcast. Uh, I am your man, Dean Ira. I know I don't often lead episodes because my voice is too high pitched. Wee! I'm here with my man, Harry Fox. Hello. Harry, you okay? Yes, I'm cool. And I'm here with my other sexy boy toy, Christian Breaker. G'day. I'm doing my like wrestling voice. And in the left corner, we have Christian Breaker coming in with a 300 pounder. <laughs> I, I look like I should be in the left corner of a ring right now. I have like um, a, a coat over oh, my like, head. Yeah, yeah. I gave I gave Christian my my. I think it's like described as like a boxing fur coat. Yes, you know, exactly. you're kind of walking into the ring all like pumped, did, ready did, to fucking fight. Did you guys watch the Tyson fight? Did it no. happen? It's happened. Yeah. yeah. No way. Who won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyson, obviously. Yeah. No, they declared it a draw, but Tyson, Tyson was holding. That was back the big time. biggest. That was the biggest blunder that it was called a draw. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. Tyson was but, totally cool about it. But didn't they like add extra rules so that they couldn't actually kill each other? I don't know. I didn't pay Fucking that much hell. attention. Because look. Isn't I mean, that the rule in general? I mean, I, No, no. I mean, yeah, but they had to like kind of limit them a little bit because have you seen Tyson lately? Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I, I watched a, I watched, I watched some of it highlights basically. And who was he against? Just Roy Junior. Roy, yeah. Roy and Jones Junior. Right. Roy Jones Junior. And I was confusing with the comedian. Roy Jones Junior. had this look on his face like the whole time is what the fuck am I? What have I done, dude? dude. <laughs> and he was like, I am not feeling it. And Tyson dude. was in. No, I mean he's 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 it looks like a fifty year old now, but he's muscle. I saw Jesus the transition Christ. from like, pure muscle. Yeah, semi fat. 50-year-old Mike Tyson, obviously with a ton of muscle, to this fucking ripped-ass young Mike Tyson who could kill anything with, like, a slap of his wrist, you know? Yeah. That guy's a lion in real life. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a monster. If I would meet Mike Tyson and he sees my head, dude, I think my head would no longer be on my body. <sighs> like, it would, be, it would be a slap. Exactly as you said. It would be a backhander. Dude. I like, but I've listened to some some interviews with Mike Tyson. He's guy, I think the guy's kind of become a bit enlightened. Like he's 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 very he's overcome whatever thing he, his yeah. demons were, and yeah. he's become a, a, a wiser, broader. But then he reverts back straight to fucking monster form. Yeah, but even in this boxing match, he wasn't unloading on Roy Jones Jr. He was yeah. he was very very it's, like it's for pay pay per view, you know. Yeah, but but he was also like like respectful, and afterwards yeah. they're talking like Tyson's He's like a sportsman at the end of the gives day. him a hey big respect to you. You took yeah. a hard punch there. Yeah, and and because Roy Jones Jr. was like, yeah, I, I would have given this fight to Tyson. Mm. Even though it was a draw, and I heard, I heard, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the story about Mike. I don't know where it comes from. Forgive me, but Mike, you know how much he loves pigeons, right? Yeah, he does. What? He does. <laughs> you didn't know this? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Mike that. Tyson loves pigeons. He collected them, and he has like a, a coop on his rooftop, and he like he has a <laughs> carrier pigeons. He loves them. Who was the director <laughs> of Mission Impossible Two? I'm just imagining That's Mike Tyson. Question. No, ooh, th this ooh. is this is the thing about no, pigeons. Like, wait, wait, wait. Him, yeah, they give uh, him the guy who who did Mission Impossible Two. He has an obsession with pigeons. Mm. Um, so if if you, you remember this right, every single movie of this guy, I, I'm gonna look it up. There's um, a pigeon flying. Somewhere. There's a pigeon pigeon flying. Yeah, somewhere. I actually remember these. Do you know mm. what I mean? It looks very Assassin's Creedy. It's always yeah. like flying over the rooftop. Yeah. But hold on. What what Mike did is this is how you know Mike is still like on form because this is after he retired, right? 
he had uh, one of his champion pigeons died. One of his favorite pigeons died, and he put him on a box in a box uh, to bury la later on. And he kept him. Um, he just put him outside real quick uh, in a box uh, to like collect later and go bury. I don't know whatever. One of the garbage men in New York came and and took the box and thought it was trash and threw the trash through this box with his champion pigeon in the back of those dump trucks. Mike saw this happen and freaked the fuck out, ran up to this, <laughs> this garbage man and punched him full force. He fucking knocked this garbage man out cold because he threw his man. champion pigeon away. For real? For that's, real. That's no very fucking cool. He could have just but said, this hey, is what I'm saying. Like, buddy, there's a, give me my pigeon back. No shame, dude. I don't know. Give me okay, I, 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 I figured it out. I figured it out, guys. Can you imagine if you're a garbage man and you're just doing you your job? Mike Tyson run up <laughs> Mike and Tyson fucking just knock you out, dude. <laughs> I, I have it. I have it. It's John Woo. John Woo oh, yeah, yeah. was the director of Mission Impossible Two. Every single movie that uh, John Woo ever did has a moment where pigeons fly across mm, the scene. Uh, the, the scene. It's the same as Vanna Hatsock. I, I, I vaguely remember. What? Do you guys know who Vanna Hatsock is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A um, steam director, amazing guy. Um, he hates chickens more than anything. For real? He fucking hates chickens. He thinks they're the dumbest animal on earth. And all of his films, he tries to highlight how fucking stupid chickens are. Is that a thing? It's a thing for him. It's a thing for Did him. Did he do that in his documentaries as well? Dude, every fucking film he's made. What what I love about this guy is he's so batshit crazy and so like I think he's Austrian, but he's so like determined nice. and intelligent. And there was one moment he did this film. I can't remember the, the name of the film, but like the whole film is centered around these little people living in a village and they have conflict with like another little people gang. Right? And halfway through the film, the the little people say, Uh, Vanna, we feel like you're extorting us for our dis disability, right? And Vanna said to them, listen, if you feel like I'm extorting you, I will run into a cactus. And they were like, yeah, we do. He did. Full force. He ran into a cactus oh, in the middle of the desert. Full force. This is how crazy he is for his, you know, his craft. <laughs> I've never had that kind of passion for anything. Did you watch <laughs> uh, The Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, I've been watching with No, myself. not yet. So uh, Werner Herzog is on the Mandalorian. Oh shit! Yeah, wow, he, where? Plays, uh, yeah. he plays. Yeah, he plays for the Empire. Uh, yeah, um, in uh, the first season, he's part oh, of he's the got first that season. Face is he an actor in it? Yeah, he's yeah. acting. In it. He's got he, the face he does that. He does that in most of his movies as well. He he does like this Hitchcock thing where he appears. Oh, Tarantino but, vibe. <clears throat> but in um, uh, in Star Wars, uh, Mandalorian, um. He still has the Werner Herzog voice, mm. which is creepy. Which is creepy as fuck. No, there's nothing. It's a because he's German, and and every American oh, finds German sinister. Um, he's on um, uh, Jack. Uh, what's it? Um, Jack Reacher. Oh, he, yeah, he's the, in Jack Reacher, and he's the blind guy. I can't and, remember that. And he is. The most fucking scary cunt that I've ever seen on yeah. the planet. He's scary he has dude. like two fingers because all of his fingers like froze off in fucking Russia, and he, you still think he could kill? He could kill you by just looking at you. There's a there's an interesting documentary. There's this uh, they made this this movie Aguilera about the Spanish going into the Amazon. Uh, it was a Werner Herzog movie, and he had Klaus Kinski who was. 
a complete raging lunatic actor as German. Fucking mental case. And and he said they're in the they're in the Amazon. They meet some pygmies, and the pygmies are watching the two of them. And every day, like Klaus Kinski's just going insane and shouting and being a complete lunatic. Though the way that only like only Germans can reach that level of lunacy, <laughs> and. Uh, and eventually, like one of the one of the the like pygmies comes up to Werner Herzog and says, uh, "Do you want us to get rid of him?" <laughs> no way, dude. And they said, and and then they dug into him? it a bit deeper. No, he's like, no, 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 no. But the thing, what was freaking out the pygmies was that Klaus Kinski is like this raving, shouting lunatic. Werner yeah. Herzog just is completely calm through mm. all of it. Yeah. And the pygmies were more freaked out by Werner Herzog that he was that cool. They're like a person that can stay this calm. Psychopath. He's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. I think he is. There's an interesting way like to look at that. Like I've heard this, this theory that we all have like a darker primal side to us. Right. And this kind of influences our career choices. Um, I'm talking like real deep psychology uh, reflection here. So like, for example, I heard that doctors, as we know, there's a bit of a cliche how they're narcissistic, psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. You know, you have to have a bit of an ego. I save lives. You know, I've I've experienced this a bunch. I'm not saying all doctors are like <laughs> this. But the deeper psychology to it is like they at their source want to kill and cut people up. And they've flipped it in our society to be savior, doctor. I kill I cut people up to save them. You know? So Harry is a programmer, for example. His deeper psychology is Perhaps I want to manipulate people with my code. Uh, Do you want to comment on this, Harry? No. I have a god. <laughs> it doesn't work. I have a godfather who is a, a surgeon, like a godfather. I have the one godfather. <laughs> um, he's a surgeon, and yeah. I asked him outright. I was like, "Okay, do you take pleasure from like cutting people? Is is this like a deep thing? down? Yeah, tell deep me down. the truth." And he's like, "Well." It's quite mechanical. And, and that's something that fascinates me because I know people who are afraid of blood yeah. and I also know people that aren't. And it's, it's, it doesn't mean that you're a psycho. It's just like a different human trait. Yeah, but you know what I'm getting at, right? Like yeah, yeah of you, course I do. Being yeah. a financial you, banker, you deep yeah, down I just are hate humans. one of the stingiest motherfuckers out there. <laughs> yeah, no, not necessarily I, stingy. No, I, I know. I'm just kidding. But, but the thing I... Uh, I'm not sure about this doc- doctor as a psychopath thing because because I think like why do we do comedy because there's an addictive rush to making or more like validation at least for me. But if you're a if you're a surgeon and you save someone's life, that must feel like I, and I I've I've heard I saw somewhere sometime long ago a, a surgeon talking about it, it says you feel like God, you've saved someone's life. But that's life. the God complex that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but. But we all pursue these moments of, of of feeling like God, basically. Like that's what, like feeling, <laughs> feeling the best you, you can be. Should have been a doctor. Harry. <laughs> no, I don't. Come on, man. You. No, I, I know. I think we all we all just no matter how you are, you pursue your excellence at some level, and when you hit it at, for a short time, you you achieve success. You're you know you're killing it, whatever you feel fantastic and that feeling once you've had it once yeah doesn't go away you know it's I like just, you um, want more of that because you felt so great when you were wherever that was 
I'm just I'm just kind of um, projecting a bit here because I feel like I'm in the advertising industry. I feel like I want to get my voice heard, or like I'm not. I've been oppressed, so therefore I try and relate it to manipulating people or getting them to do what I want. But also with comedy, like I need validation a bit. This is just me. Yeah, I, I don't know. But dumb, I think whatever. that's a, wait. Uh, okay, can can I can I call you out on this because this is something fascinating to me. Advertising industry is known to. Um, try to manipulate people yeah. but i think deep down people that work in that industry are not necessarily about manipulating they're just trying to win this you the know people the people who are good at it have that you know killer instinct killer instinct this, do you reckon i for sure this is my experience but, yeah, but, but isn't it mostly based on the fact that you want to kind of it, it, it's like leveling it up in Mario. So if I can sell more tampons by the way that I'm putting blue stuff onto a tampon in a TV advert, <laughs> I'm now the smart guy in the room. So it's, it, this is why I failed at advertising because I thought advertising could change the world for better. But at the end of the day, it's corporations dictating what they want to sell. No, yeah, but, but it, that's exactly what it is. Like yeah, I, the people who were but, good at it. Uh, didn't give a fuck but to me to me the thing is not the like like for me like say programming for example is a creative thing and i think like knowing what you do in as a designer dean like the pursuit being creative you get in the zone and you can like i've done things creatively for no recognition whatsoever just from mm. purely for my own satisfaction of having done it the way I could see it. Like it yeah. ended up something like what I had in mind. And and the process of getting there, this being in the flow, you forget about all the other things, you know, time flies by and then yeah. you look at the result at the end and you're like, I did, that was good. Yeah. Like, like that's, I, I guess yeah. looking back on your career, it's interesting to kind of see like, what are my motivations and what kind of things have shaped me this way, which is what we're going to get to in this episode. Where? Way. Oh, oh, oh not sick. bad, right? Sick. Not bad. We need a segue jingle. <laughs> look back at the way we've handled this podcast, our very guests, things that have happened this year. So it's like a year in review episode. I'm gonna hunt over the crown for the best. No, segues. dude, you still got, you still got this. I just, <laughs> I worked, on, I thought about that for the whole segment. I was like, where can I get in? <laughs> it's a pressure. Of being yeah. with Christian. How can like, I compete <laughs> with Christian on the on the the puns and the segues here? <laughs> So um, what year in review, looking back at review. 2020? 2020, the hardest fucking year I've ever had in my life. No doubt. How do you guys feel about it? Looking back at this year specifically. I'm going to say one quick thing What's about the, the hardest feeling? year. It's like people were bitching about 2018 being the worst year, 2009. It's like, come on. Fuck. 2020 was mostly, for most of us, fucking easy. All we had to do is stay at home. And so yes and depression existential crisis we got we finally got confronted with the shit we had to we, reflect more than we, we've ever had before yeah exactly but we should have done that a long time ago but it's, we were forced to do it we were forced to do it we didn't like that because yeah. we were busy we and like so therefore it was actually a good year because yeah, it, it kind of finally got us are we that there. far yet to realize no. that it's a good year so f for me it's kind of like a two-edged sword um where on one hand, I had one of the most difficult years in my life, but on the other hand, I had one of the best years in my life at the same time. I moved in with my girlfriend right before the pandemic. Nice. 
So that must have been hard for you, man. So <laughs> that was the worst year. I had yet. endless sex with nothing else to do. Oh God. There is there is the element of like, okay, um, I I'm glad that I'm with someone that I love and we can shag each other's brains out. But uh, on the <laughs> other hand, there is this this whole element of like inconsistency of our daily routines mm. that we now have to figure out. And on top of moving in with each other, which is already uh, a struggle like if uh, she was single for like five years um i moved in after living with a housemate for you guys nearly had to seven years quickly yeah you, you you're basically forced into this adaption um and uh you, you kind of have to figure it out and it it was great um touch wood it will continue pa- to be past, past tense yeah yeah it was a great experience to do this um, she's an amazing human being and I want to continue to do this with her. Shout out to Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same time, I also saw the struggle. We both worked from home all the time and I've seen her deteriorate in front of my eyes. Um, going like, I'm going fucking nuts here. I'm not allowed to go back to the office. I'm not allowed to see people. Dude, a room and we are doing Christian, this together. Like being in the room with Christian for a couple months is probably <sighs> suicidal for me. So this is one of the, fa- <laughs> the, the most amazing conversations that I've overheard. So I'm usually wearing uh, headphones um, to when, when I work. So I don't really listen to the phone conversations that she has. Today, I put, put them off. <laughs> And she was like, yeah, so I'm in the same room as my boyfriend. And when he's on the phone, he's quite loud. And it fucking drives me nuts. Dude. <laughs> oh, so she thought you weren't listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Jolie's one of those like sex call workers. You know, <laughs> call me for a hot time. <laughs> You're sexy Asian babe. I mean, the thing, well, I wish you guys the best. I will never, ever live with a woman again. Never. I'm never going to do that fucking mistake again. Wow. I've, yeah. No. Big words, Harry. And and I'm not Let's blaming. all take a vote right now. Uh, bets. Um, two bets, to please. one. <laughs> two to one. Yeah, yeah. Harry will live with a woman. Uh, he definitely will. A transgender woman. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's even another adult. Possibly a, like roommates situation where we don't talk to each Because, but the thing is, it's just like, it's just like, it because what what creeps up is you've got you're with someone that you love and you both like each other and so on but there's this growing feeling you get of it's like i just don't want you around because because there's like this this the being on my own is so valuable and i'm not even but you're on never own. on your own unfortunately not i'm actually those rare moments where you get to be truly alone are fantastic they're like mm. they're like it's like ah, it's like but i i, agree, I fully i fully agree with that like having been single and, and and doing all this i fully agree with you that there is moments where i enjoy my solitude and i don't want to talk to someone that's absolutely true but then there is also this kind of like a moment where, where I can interact with someone and especially in 2020, that has been very valid. I would argue that my depression would have been much, much worse if I were by myself. Okay, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know your depression, so... but I mean, all I can say is that I'm... I'm 
you know, you never know what what could trip you up, but I'm I'm pretty good at handling that stuff. Okay, these days. sorry for putting you on the spot there. And um, the one thing that actually kept me alive in this whole fucking 2020 as well was this podcast. Hey, uh, yeah, this shout out to right, yeah. Let's give it back to the audience for a bit. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We've had really good feedback. I know Spotify listed the the 2020 year in review. Um, I was shocked because I was talking to you, Harry, earlier about imposter syndrome. I can't believe people actually fucking give a shit about what we have to say. Um, so, like, getting feedback from you has been really cool. Like, you guys totally. at least laughing. I've seen a lot of you guys posting about having the podcast in your top five podcasts. That's a good feeling. I feel really good. I feel I really mean, happy. Thank that, you. So that much. felt incredible. I was literally. But also, yeah, but also get a life, guys. You know. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought. Well, these aren't people that listen to podcasts, obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> just that one. Yeah, we're resetting the bar for podcasts. It's we not a good thing. them to listen to us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's actually super cool, and and uh, I don't know, like getting getting. It, it's nice to to do something for people in a time like this like something that that uh, where you think hey what we're doing is making them feel a bit better that's that's a cool thing keeping people a bit saner in with our insanity i was i was waiting for something like that because being sentimental amongst comedians is not a thing we're good at no yeah, we'll be exactly. sentimental and then fucking crack a joke at the end of that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> typical but yeah we we do appreciate it um so your thing christian was was you moved in with your girlfriend big that year. was that was for for me that was a big thing and um it was a very positive thing but at the same time i all also saw the struggle firsthand of what it does to to human beings like if, at some point it was just us two we had nothing else going on there yeah, was yeah, yeah. no one else that we could talk to and, and you, i i'm a very jovial guy I, w I would say um i like going to the pub yeah and i missed it so much divorce rates went fucking through the roof during covid yeah that you guys have stuck together is a very good sign actually because because i mean this is not about our relationship by the way this podcast yeah it's the <laughs> <laughs> no but but the thing is uh i think it's a big thing like people move in together and um it's like I think, a true test what do you call it you got the jungian shadow self like we've all got a darker personality that we mostly live in deep denial of uh, and pretend <laughs> it doesn't exist and then when you start to live with someone it it kind of creeps around the edges because you don't have that time to i don't know exercise your demons and then put on your shiny face like you do at work with fr or with friends exercise your demons i like that and then you throw in it's a very good one throw in some kids into that situation uh and some sleep deprivation and mm. this kid that fucking the worst person of you comes and then up. you'll find out who you're really with mm. and and that's why you know and and so you know and this lockdown situation has forced us into this bit of that situation and and to me that's something that people should be told about up front wouldn't it be great if on a first date like you kind of thrown into a room and the air in the room makes you the worst person you are at that <laughs> moment yeah and you guys can just like be like oh we're compatible being the worst person we are let's date i wish i would have come up with that uh, idea someone else did um when you meet someone on the first date, instead of um, bragging about how cool you are, yeah. you just go with, this is all the shit that is in my head. Cut all the bullshit yeah, out yeah, of yeah. it. I'm, uh, this is how much garbage that I'm carrying. Yeah. 
and you show me your garbage and then we uh, compare and contrast yeah cool let's move on i think a good question actually to kick that off would be what is the worst thing you've ever done to someone that should be a question on the first date and and basically you can then judge the honesty because someone who's a who's basically not able to deal with himself and is going to be lying and in denial is going to say oh yeah once i uh, did something minor to somebody and someone who's who's like well okay one time i did this and i deeply you know and i deeply regret doing it or it was a fucked up thing i like here are my reasons for doing that and and that's a person who's capable of being honest and that's a good foundation for a relationship. I think. That I find fascinating because um, when you think about being alone in our day and age, and it has nothing to do with 2020, this is just a general observation. Like a lot of people that I know struggle with being by themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's something that I had to learn being by, on my own. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just um, you are constantly inundated with information with content with whatever it is like my cell phone goes fucking nuts from the moment that i wake up until that i go to sleep and it might be something bullshit like a, a twitter feed or it might be podcasts that i'm listening to i'm so sorry for for you listeners you're listening to us um but you are constantly in in a, in a motion where you have to absorb information and that's something that's very peculiar to our situation right now and it makes it very very hard to be by yourself to switch off switching off has become so much harder exactly that's that's why i think the enlightenment might just be hidden somewhere obvious that no one's thought to look like fucking a watermelon Fucking hell! We're justify that, Harry, please. Because no, I okay. The real thing is this: the joke. Forget the joke. <laughs> I think the the key, the key to most things is, and the irony of of like life or any kind of deeper understanding of stuff is uh, this: it's not hidden in some Tibetan mountain where you do all kinds of crazy shit. It's hidden in the in a place so obvious no one would think to look for it. Which Your ball is, sack. No, is simply do nothing. Mm. Just stop doing anything. It's Fair the one to. thing that no one ever does. You know what I've noticed with you guys right now is you're being very reflective. Yeah, because you asked 2020. It's the I know. The I didn't. I didn't expect you guys to go straight. 2020, into your the own year mind. of reflection. The year of reflection. That's, that's a good. That's a good that's way to put the, the name for it. Um, quick shout out. A uh, little little shout out there to Ferris, one of our listeners. Ferris, how are you doing? Man? Ferris, thank you so much because he was a bit of a hookup for a big announcement that I'm excited to share soon. Obviously, we're not going to announce it now, but he was... He oh was, my God, are you putting in a cliffhanger in a podcast? I'm putting in a cliffhanger. Guys, we have some good news coming soon. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know how else to do a cliffhanger. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You've oh, done a great oh, job. Yeah, <laughs> we have... Yeah, just get randomly excited for something. We can yeah, let's give just say this. No let's just say this. One of our upcoming guests <laughs> is uh, 
He's, um, he's ex- Let's I'm just excited. play it cool. Of course, we have guests like this on our show. <laughs> no, no, this is a this is going to be a next level guest. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Murphy. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. This is like oh, a I thought you up. were talking about Kevin Hart, who's coming <laughs> Ke- over. Kevin Hart. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't want Kevin Hart on this. He's a little person. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's, least, true. it's yeah. funny cause it's at true. least I use the right terminology though. For once. Me, for once, yeah. You're Are progressive. You to, You're becoming to dis- a progressive to now. discriminate against a little person. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, yeah. Uh biggest okay, let's go like this. Who's your favorite guest this year? I know it's hard to ask that question because people might be offended. And but I'm I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you who my favorite is. You guys got a favorite guest? Yeah, but because I brought him on. Oh, you talking about Nick Nick Capper? I'm talking about Capper. I was uh, really really excited to have Capper on. Um, Nick is um, uh, to to me. Nick is one of the most fascinating human beings on the planet. Um, I I think he's a bit of a redneck, to be honest. Shout out. Yeah, to Yeah, but Nick that's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> but I I've got to say, okay, so that's because we're all about being honest here. I think we kind of fucked the episode up. He was. Well, partly we had some network issues that made I it had hard. COVID. Yeah, you there had, is that Dean one. had COVID, and there was a moment listening to it afterwards where Nick's in the middle of a joke, and Christian and I laughed before the punchline. That's how I, we were in ass kissing <laughs> mode. We were, we were like, Nick, just hold open your butt cheeks for us, and we'll go. We'll try to be down, but we're Europeans. We're not down to earth like you Australian yeah. men. From what I heard, he's a he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah. The 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 one thing that I loved about having Nick on, um, and then we can move on to your favorite Dean. Um, it's it, it's something I I I I was able to bring something into our conversation that before. Um, uh, Switzerland wouldn't have seen. Like uh, I'm, I'm saying this as the majority of our listeners are based in Switzerland, and they would have never heard about Nick. Um, and that, that we w- gave him exposure. Well, <laughs> and, and and we encouraged <laughs> people in Switzerland, yeah, and we yeah. convinced no one because <laughs> we were too askers. <laughs> but Nick's I haven't even heard guy. that episode. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. okay. it, it is it, it's something that I really enjoy about how we, especially during COVID as well, suddenly we were trying out different angles of what could work. How oh, we can totally do a podcast over Zoom and all these sort mm. of things. And that to me was really, really fascinating. We're yeah. so innovative, but it's true actually. We're I mean, not I, the only ones. Come I'm on, just, I'm just shitting on the comedy, shitting on ourselves. But, but I mean, I mean, yeah. We Who's your to... favorite, Harry? I love all the guests. Oh, of course you do. Of so, course you do. So, um, was there a favorite episode I, that you had? Um, actually, to me, the episodes I enjoyed most listening in retrospect and twirling my nipples are the ones that just yeah, because you fetishize the, the, the episodes, Christ. so you do masturbate to <laughs> exactly, some of them. exactly. But I'm sure a lot of our listeners do. There's actually. nothing like there's nothing like 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 just when you jizz and you pass out and you wake up with your own jizz on your chest. Uh, I'm gonna cut Harry off short, and, uh, <laughs> and you're hearing our voices because you you had the headphones. Harry. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I mean, I thought the, uh, you know, like, like I, I did like the episode with Ben, for example, uh, you know, 
I felt he uh, brought the level of the podcast down a bit, but uh, <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> but you know, the I'm just silly fresh I'm just saying that he's not listening. But if he ever does this, rock bottom <laughs> has just to make him feel better. Yeah. Rock bottom has a basement. Uh, to yeah. me, though, shout out to Ben. We know you're not listening. I've got to say, guest wise, I I most enjoyed the episode with Noemi. That story she told that was interesting was was far out there, and yeah. and she, you know, actually it was Christian as well. Your questions, but. But what we what we learned from that is this journey. Of okay, stop w- sucking my dick. Let's move on. It, it just made sense why you'd want to stick hooks in your back. Yeah, I've never been more pale <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Dean, Dean is gonna which, throw which is which is hard to come by. Okay, Dean, tell us. Yeah, I got three three things that I loved about this year with the podcast and stuff. Um, number one, f- figuring out that my mom listens to it. Yeah, that was all fun. the all the stories that I was telling, and Harry's fucking flirting with her constantly. I haven't flirted with your mum for a while because I've been trying not to mention her on every episode. Like flirting I do. through proxy is a new thing. Hey, hey, Dean's yeah, mom. but I like it's the story with like me with an erection just, in the just, morning, just on the way to school. Just listen to me. I'm just talking to you, Dean's. Mom. Can you? Okay, Harry. Thank you so much. Um, secondly, there was a we had a guest on that we've never actually released the episode. No names named. Oh. But that was a complete <laughs> fuck up of an episode. <laughs> I wish I could share this with you, but We're let's just say, yeah, let's just say it was. Um, I have a feeling that episode will be re-recorded. It was an episode where we <laughs> where we learned the importance of moderate alcohol consumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is why I'm cracking a beer yeah. right now. Some people, um, yeah, okay. But we're going to repeat that one. <laughs> this is an inside to, to joke that nobody If you're cares. listening, we, we are going to redo it. Yeah, we're going to redo it properly. Shout out to... to that uh, person. Uh, <laughs> that person. <laughs> I wanted to name him. No, third thing. Um, shout out to Miriam. Um, she was the one person that actually brought some fucking logic and actual intelligent guess. thoughts to our podcast. Yep. Twice. I enjoyed the debates with her and I, I realized at one point, Miriam and I, we have very similar opinions coming from very different backgrounds, mm. which which was mm. fascinating to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, she often talks about how Christian is her favorite Swiss person. Sorry, I'm probably the only one that she knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only one who talks back. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that also makes me insecure because one of the episodes that we recorded with Miriam uh, she sent to some family and friends in the U.S. And one of the feedbacks were, uh, yeah, the podcast is great. Miriam, you sound amazing. But that Dean guy fucking irritates me. Fucking hell. <laughs> what? I thought they said uh, they're all fucking idiots. What? Like, what's no, yeah, that's, no, no. That was my understanding as well. That I was they hated a, all of us. That w- I was especially an idiot in that situation. Oh, you, you were, were especially out? singled out. I was called out as that guy irritates me. And so thank you so much for that. I feel incredibly insecure. Also, yeah, but go some, fuck pe- yourself. some people <laughs> need to be irritated, Dean. That, that is a good, that's I a role. I just want to please everyone. That's just your modus operandi. Like, you, you like, like to. You like irritating people. Yeah. I, yeah, it's on Harry my, the sandpaper. The ginger. I, I don't know. It's just I've got a radar for when I don't know what Say it women. is. It, no, it's something like people that are putting on an act. I just don't like 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 and the older I get, the less I like insincerity and fakeness and all of this stuff. And the and when someone is if I see someone is like la 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. oh it's also la 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 I just wanna I just wanna drop a bomb on that. 
Do you know yeah, what I mean? Uh, I can relate to that because yeah. exactly that moment that you produced the this voice that you had in you, which I never expected, <laughs> was uh, fucking yeah. mind-boggling. So <laughs> I would never want to have that ever again. <laughs> I, it was, you know, I used to voice over for an anime show. <laughs> Did you really? I played a little girl. A little hentai Japanese sexual show. fucking no. creep. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, listen, I mean, this is not a review on our podcast only. Uh, some interesting things happened this year. I don't know because like the COVID's been so much like on our mind and stuff. But like, I was just doing quick Google. The Australian bushfires happened. Remember that? Yeah, January, February. Yeah. Um, what annoyed me the most is that the all the celebrities were affected. Oh my god! Oh, no, oh I'm thinking about god. the Californian fires as well. Tom Hanks was in Australia when he had during that COVID. time. Yeah. Yeah. What the only and he benefit smelt a whiff of smoke. That was his Australian it's bushfire. Like, of all the things that we could have reported on, Tom Hanks having COVID in Queen. Actually, I learned ah, something dude. about I learned something about Tom Hanks this year that gave me new respect for the guy because I didn't have not disrespect actually, but uh, you, you know, I just thought he was just like some Hollywood actor. He's actually a, a deep history buff. Like he actually really knows his shit. I had a podcast with him getting really into some history i don't know what it was because he did this movie this year where he's a captain of a ship uh, uh oh he did that again I am the captain he did another ship's captain this time in the second world war where he's oh. like hunts. it was a, an amazing movie it's actually it really was cool. a really really good movie. and it's like it's it's really only like 24 hours they they were jumping crossing on. the atlantic yeah uh being hunted by um, a German, a German U-boat. Okay, and, and it sounds boring. I'm not gonna watch. It's it. fucking fantastic. You should <laughs> and, watch it. And the tension like is high, and and he, and and what's beautiful at the message at the, at the end is is after he's done all this shit, he's just like, all right, thank you. And there's people trying to thank him, and he's like, no, no, mm. and that was so my th- job. Yeah, those were the days where we didn't have attention whoring. Now we're all attention whores. We're like, in the Harry, moment, Harry's going far too long with his bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Okay, fuck you, Dean. Fuck you, I love you, Harry. Um, you see, that's why we have to be attention whores. I'm trying whores, to be an attention whore Some right fuckers <laughs> trying to cut you off the whole time. Every time. There's no chance for decency and honorable behavior anymore because everyone wants the <laughs> likes. Give me the likes. Yeah, man. Thinking about the Australian bushfires, uh, koala bears. Right, I'm sure a lot of the koala bears suffered. Uh, I, guys, I know you guys know this. Koala bears, there's a, a thing that everyone knows that they have chlamydia. Like every koala bear has chlamydia. Yep. I wanted to know this. Like, who the fuck figured this out? <laughs> was there some guy who was like, doctor, I got a bit of a burning pee. I need to know why. And he's like, you got chlamydia, my friend. He's like, you what? You know that's what it was. I, the yeah, you know that's what it was. You fucked a koala bear. We've been, we've been in COVID lockdown all year. You've been alone. You've been bored. Now, imagine you're at home and you're just locked up. And <laughs> With a koala bear? And there's this cute little koala bear. Eventually... <laughs> Eventually, koala bears last on my list of household objects. I'm gonna fuck right now. It's not a household object. It's still lost in the list. Dean, Dean, imagine it's been it's been months. Number one, it's been months since you (laughs) saw anybody, and you know you're like uh, (laughs) you've run out of lube. You're tired of jacking off, and and there's There's still a shampoo bottle. There's this cute little koala in the corner, just minding his own business, like what. (laughs) Okay, so what happened next? So we we had the bush the, the bushfires. We were close yeah. to a war. 
Uh, we were war? close to a war between Iran and the United States. There was like um, a threat for atomic war oh, early in the year. And everyone forgot about that. True. Um, yeah, that's true. Even the civil war in the US where like Portland started cornering off their own streets and stuff. Oh, yeah, because they fucking bombed their defense, the head of defense. They nuked their like, missile from the sky, killed the head of the Iranian defense. Fucking they hell. did that part. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the the thing is there wasn't enough war going on, I think, started by the US and Jesus good, Christ, should we talk to people in Syria? What the, the, the fuck good, is happening? The good news is is that now we've got <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Wars go back on the menu, boys. Oh, Biden will bring back to, uh, on the menu of the idea will, of a war in Iran. Oil spills coming up. Yeah. Um, what happened next? So next up is uh, the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quit the royal family. Who fucking cares? I like that. Who fucking cares? This is for me. This is one of the most boring conversations ever. I said this on this podcast before. I hate royalty. The only, the only, the only thing that freaked me out about that story was I pay so little attention to this. Was somehow it surfaced on my radar that she's in suits, <laughs> and I was like, the Meghan is that on the on the TV series Suits. Yeah. Wait, what? Does she have a I porn didn't, tape out? You didn't know this? Yeah, of course I know. Actress. Yeah, and I didn't know until this whole they leaving the royal family. You and didn't it, realize that at the wedding when everyone was talking about how the fact that she's no how, longer in a Hollywood career? This is how good... I knew she was an actress, but this is how good I am at filtering out bullshit. Fuck. I knew Now nothing. I feel sad for myself. Now I I knew nothing about it until yeah, but you're British. Like you're you yeah, I've you got only a, focus on the royal I, family. No, no, no. I'm the opposite. I, I, I can smell a royal family news story and I run a mile. I don't want to know because it it's all the fucking sun. I got a question, Harry. Have you ever been having sex with a girl and as you're about to ejaculate you go, For the Queen? Never. <laughs> I have Did you actually ever do that? I wish I could <laughs> Because when it comes to nationalism, I always have felt more German. Wait, hang on. Dean, you have the South African passport, right? Correct. You have the Swiss passport. Correct. On the South African passport, is there... (laughs) Correct. Correct. Um, On the South African passport, is there like a little fucking uh, Queen of England insignia? Um, No, because most of them are just photocopied. (laughs) <laughs> this is how, this is the quality of our passports. They're just kind of photocopied house printer stuff, wrapped up in snake skin. Like this is this is the level of you know care we give our passports. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck! Yeah, Honestly, I don't know, dude. Maybe it's 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 fascinating to me. Like you have um, all these ex colonies, and they still have like um, in the name of the Majesty of the Queen, you have to give this person free. Um, what what is it called? Um, free passage. It's um, in the passport of most English. Uh, well, oh, the, God, the yeah, English yeah, passport. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the name of Her Majesty Queen, you have to give the carrier of this passport free passage. I paraphrase because it's I'm also not English. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, which which to me was always mind boggling because there is no fucking king of Switzerland that allows me free passage yeah, but, anywhere. But that's because you didn't have a lot of guns to back that statement up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like when I got my Swiss passport, I would like, I would hold it up to the light and there's got this like a security feature where you can see a picture of yourself. Yeah. Only uh, visible mic- through micro the light, needling. And it's microchipped and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like these actual security features. Mm. And then I lift up my South African passport. It's got like coffee stains and... <laughs> 
You know? <laughs> it's not even waterproof or anything. It's just this piece of shit. <laughs> the guy, the guy in Pretoria, he was just like signing it with like his own thumb. No jokes. I was walking through the mall one day and someone was like, do you want to buy a license? I'll sell you a license. 500 rand. 500 rand. Driver's license. 500 rand. What's that? Like, Dude, like five bucks? 30 francs maybe. Jesus Christ. You can buy a driver's license. 30 bucks. Another thing that happened this year is there was an important lesson for helicopter parents. Oh, <laughs> this is a bit. This is a bit. Do it, Harry. I'm pulling my bit. Yeah, go, I do the bit. Go. Kobe Bryant that crashed and died. And I also didn't give a shit about that because I don't watch basketball. Yeah, we got Kobe. Kobe uh, and his daughter. Was his daughter in the chopper? Yeah, she was. Yeah, they both died. Yeah, okay. Try to make that funny, you motherfucker. I can find <laughs> <laughs> something about how you know so wait we're still to, we're still in q1 which, which I, I gonna, belongs to i'm gonna which. go full financial on this so we're gonna do everything in like q1 q2 q1 q2 q3 um what else happened so uh this is this is pretty much q1 done <laughs> <laughs> that's gross <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you know i i remember in my career like there's a point where you're, you're, you know, a program where you don't give a shit about all this financial stuff and you keep hearing this, like, who the fuck is Q2? And, and, <laughs> and, and then I finally figured it out and I started using it because it made No, it, it sounds pretty sexy. It, it, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, have been, I have found myself talk like this on, in meetings, whereas like projects, it's like, oh, this is not going to get delivered before Q121. It's like, what? <laughs> you are a massive fucking douchebag. <laughs> And nothing gets delivered in IT. It's not like you stick it in a box <laughs> yeah. and some fucking guy shows up and delivers it. It's it's a fucking row in a database. That's what you're delivering. Um, yeah, Donald Trump was uh, potentially impeached in January. Uh, where he was under oh, threat of yes. impeachment. But he was potentially everything all the yeah, fucking true. time. True. Like the whole Trump news. It's not interesting. One thing that really bucked me in this phase, um, just around, round about the time when we went into so-called lockdown, was um, Netflix decided to bring out a TV show um, called Tiger King. Oh, now that's God a real, damn. that's a good story. And goddamn Tiger King. Let me put this into context. I love Tiger King. So. In our society, we are deliberately putting out movies um, and we, we have heaps of content that's put out there. But that was the moment when all of Hollywood decided, let's not bring any movies in into the cinema anymore. And instead, we had fucking Tiger King, uh, a C-class fucking Pseudo documentary TV fuck show. You, dude, that shit no, was amazing. Yeah, was. Fuck uh, off, have you, have you It was the it? most boring fucking bullshit. Let, let's, did you watch it? It's unrelatable. Of course to I did. No, no, no. This is this is good. why this, this is, is why I'm calling this out. This is why I'm calling this out. If it were a normal year, Tiger King would have been a fucking side note. No way. Of course it would. I would, I would agree. Timing was did come into it. it every was, single we fucking grandmother lockdown. that had nothing to do, and there was nothing on television other than like Fox people shouting at each other, and there was nothing in the cinema because you couldn't go there. So suddenly you watch Tiger King because it was the only game in town. Two things. I'm surprised. Number one, because like Tiger King was such a phenomenon at the moment. Yeah, good timing, right? Timing was perfect. Everyone saw it. But like how little attention do we give these things 
these days, especially these years. Tiger King w- was a phenomenon in terms of like this year, so much happened. Previous years, Tiger King may have lasted six months. This year, Tiger King lasted a month, maybe two. And then so uh, much oh, other I think shit it went happened. Far longer. No, but like no, I'm with Dean before I almost it finished it, it was done. already over. I ordered a shirt from AliExpress with the Tiger King saying, make, Jesus Christ. make exotic a great again, right? And it had Joe Exotic on it with the tiger. But before it got to my door, everyone had forgotten about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so the pun didn't work anymore. Yeah, now it's just a vintage shirt that I wear, but the show was like aired in March or whatever. You know, that, but also, uh, where, what was I going to say? Oh, I can relate so much to this show because my hometown is so trash just as much as this fucking South Florida, Alabama show, whatever. No jokes. What was funny is that like, I remember hearing stories about people in Boxburg, where I'm from, owning tigers and stuff in their backyard. There was like an illegal tiger trade happening, right? You can go on YouTube now and check out Boxburg people with tigers. The funny thing is like, they got it for protection. So no one would break into So their, instead of a dog? Instead of a dog, they got a fucking tiger. Fuck me, Ted. <laughs> and I have no idea where they get these things from. Just like the way Joe Exotic sold all these tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he even sold one to Mike Tyson. That's a rumor. Yeah, apparently yeah. one of those those are Joe Exotic tigers. But I think, I mean, it's also, I think most people's lives nowadays have reached such, even without COVID, have reached such a level of boredom. Because we just have nice, safe, boring jobs, and we, yeah, we have we go to Starbucks. We have everything is nice and uniform and predictable and safe yeah. and boring, and and that that was part of the the Tiger King phenomenon. A year in escape, like we used, we had a lot of reasons to try and escape the bullshit of this year. I think Tiger King was a good relief. At yeah, some point. but but it, it was, was yeah that that's what it was. It was a it was a relief. But it was also it was also fascinating to see these people that you kind of look down on because like we're better than them. They're not <laughs> edged, they're scum. Oh well. And yeah. and in fact <laughs> they have more drama at a ho- like at a, f- at a f- it sounded like fiction every I episode it, yeah. I gotta call there you out on this Harry shit this was pure liberal porn it, it's exactly what liberals love to do it's just looking down on people because these are the retards oh, that yeah, voted yeah, yeah, for yeah. Trump and, and it's just ah, yeah, I, I, I despise them yeah, yeah but, but the realization you would despise was, my hometown the realization sure. was is that these people that you're looking down on are actually have way more interesting lives than you do like the fact that okay sure I'm, I'm not, by the way I'm not looking down on your hometown I do you should <laughs> fuck him. It's it's not that part. It's the worst it's people. a part. It's part of where this sort of thing is brought to us like pornography. The last time we had this was um, in the was it the two thousands when Big Brother got big. But yeah, exactly. It's the exact same. To level. me, it sounds the same. It, it, it's it's exactly the same. It's more bite size. More binge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and but also the what the fucks were like wait like the that that woman that had her arm ripped off by a tiger and then goes back incredible. to work four days yeah. later or something. That's fascinating. That's called poverty for you. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, exactly. Like fuck, medical bills. I'm, gotta I'm get laughing like an evil, evil human being. Isn't, isn't poverty God, great? Isn't it great to not have disability? What I love <laughs> is like, that, like Joe Exotic had two husbands basically fucking him because they were hooked on heroin. <laughs> 
<laughs> I should that, try and yeah. trap girlfriends. Okay, what's anyway, next? Next up, uh, Parasite, the movie, the Korean film, uh, directed oh, by Bong yes. Joon-ho. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Won a couple of awards. That movie was amazing. Should so I the story, it? which I also love. So yeah, I didn't watch, watch it either. You haven't guys haven't seen no. it? No. The story goes like this, and because I've been to Korea as well, and so... Wait, spoilers? Uh, no spoilers. Okay. I'll try my best. It's a story about how there's a wealthy Korean family and a lower, lower class, poor Korean family, and how they kind of leech their way into um, stealing their wealth or stealing their lives by manipulating themselves into that family, like through like a, a, an au pair situation, Right, trying to be smarter than what they are and stealing. Yeah, go watch the film. It's pretty good. I liked it because it was once again the dichotomy between the that was like May, right? I think so. Yeah, the top one percent and then the the lower bottom percent and yeah. how you know whatever. Go check out that film. It's pretty good. I'm so I'm sad you guys haven't seen it. Summer for me was quite depressing because um, I'm I I have to admit I'm one of those fucking idiots. That's a big. Uh, Christopher Nolan fan. Um, oh, the let, movie. Let's stick with movies. Let's stick with okay, with so movies for a second. A, what was that we've film? We've become that you a movie up? review, yeah, <laughs> review yeah, yeah. podcast. No, but it's also like th- that's how culture works. You mean Tenet? So we, I'm talking about Tenet. When last did you guys go to the cinema? Uh, to watch when I watched Tenet. Literally to watch Tenet about three weeks ago. I don't think I've I watched since February. I watched Tenet when it was released. It was good, right? It was fucking fascinating. I seen it. So here's the thing. I know, like, okay, Christopher Nolan, we can talk about him, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's is part of the Hollywood establishment, but he makes fucking fascinating movies. Yeah. And Tenet was one of the most anticipated movies for me this year. On top of another movie called Dune. I'm going to get into this in a second. Has Dune been released? No, movie? that's the problem. So Tenet got released and it got released on the big uh, on the big screen um we have one IMAX cinema in Switzerland by now and it's in in a little shitty town called Lucerne <laughs> um i went to watch it in IMAX <laughs> <laughs> the week it got released nice dude yeah and uh, it was one of the best things that i've ever seen tenant tenant i fucking loved it yeah Go check out that film, Tenet. So uh, he, here's the thing. Nolan, we know but you're it got pu- it, it got pushed down the line, right? So it was supposed to be released in what, like June, but it got pushed down to like August, um, and then they uh, Christopher Nolan was very adamant about not streaming the movie, but rather have it in in the cinemas, um, and now today actually, um, uh, Warner Brothers announced that all of their big releases are going to be shown on HBO Max for 2021. Cool. So every single movie that Warner Brothers is going to release in 2021 is going to go into the cinemas, wherever there are cinemas, and also also on HBO Max. Do you think cinemas are dead then? I think so. Good good or bad thing? Because like how you get a blowjob in a cinema with a mascot, I mean... Sorry, this is just my experience. I Thanks for going there. I think cinema jumped the shark a long time ago when they did the 3D bullshit. I that, fucking hated that. I fucking hate it too. No, but wasn't Avatar. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Avatar great? As Have you guys 3D? seen 4D? Uh, oh, that sucks. That was the worst. That With sucks. the smell. Or Dude, what? I saw Black Panther in 4D. Every that time sucks. somebody got punched or something, I was getting punched in the fucking back. I was like, I don't want to be in the film. They're getting beaten to death. I don't want to be beaten to death. 
Do you know how hard it is to go to the bathroom break when your fucking chair is lifting six feet in the air? It's the hardest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I sat on the stairs during that film. I was like, fuck, fuck this. Off. I don't want to be punched by Black Panther. That guy is too sexy to punch me. They're I'm just here to try and watch. It's so fucking ridiculous. Why, like, what was the thinking that you need for the... Why do you have to be in the fucking film? It, you're, the whole point of a movie, it's storytelling. It. Do you know you're, why? If you to, have no, a halfway I, have to, I actually have the something. answer. I have the answer. Because every other fucking cunt was sitting in the cinema looking at their fucking Twitter feed. and it's, so That's what it was. I and, know what it... No, it's not that. And then you basically, you drag everyone out and grab their attention by throwing oh, their... But actually punching him in the back. Yeah, exactly. Here's a kidney punch, you yeah, but sucker. We, we are so devoid of attention. <laughs> devoid. Better, no, better like, just no, no, wrap no. the cinema in lead. That, <laughs> that will solve the fucking problem. That's a good idea. This is the real reason for 4D. People feel so little in their lives these days that you actually have to feel something when you're watching a film. Yeah, that's probably. What <laughs> I'm it depressed. Is. Please punch me in the face while watching. So, what, what, what's 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 the next part? So, how do people wait? I gotta just ask it. How can you feel little, nothing? Because I've heard this a lot of people in Switzerland struggle with not having any emotions. Is that a thing? I don't feel much these days. Yeah. Right? Have you? When was the last time you had a good cry? Oh, it's been a while. Um, we're getting into depression now, which is not the case because Your crying doesn't have to be depression. It's related because let's just talk about the victims who felt something when the verdict of Harvey Weinstein. Ah, came out. when was that? That that was what July. He was, was uh, convicted on February twenty fourth. Was that? Oh the, fuck! Yes. So it was early year. So that was year. the official end of Me Too. <laughs> Justify that. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry, do you want to do you want to <laughs> comment on this <laughs> in any shape or form? Actually, out there. kind of, it's true because since since like there's been a one or two Me Too's with some comedians after that, and it's fucked their career. Christelia, so. and then there's uh, I don't know who else there is, and uh, but they haven't taken the same traction, like like you say, like uh, Harvey had the the. Apex, the was, ep- epitome of he was Me the, Too movement. He was he the, was the king of Me Too, the apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> he was legit the apex predator of Me Too, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know because I mean he was the you know the champion of Me Too criminals. Here's <laughs> my question, Harry: If Harvey Weinstein invited you on a private jet to go to his private island, um, would you have gone? If I go, like no. No, why not? Um, I once had a situation. Here's my thing. I think I would have gone. I have a weird thing about. <laughs> Do you know what I would have done? I don't like to. Put <laughs> Let me justify that, Harry, because I just sound like a fucking idiot right now. No, I get. I get why you might do that if you have the opportunity. Well, the story, but also I ask consent. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Oh, how old are you? Oh, 21. Okay. Do you want to have sex with me? Yes. Okay. Cool." I have a weird thing about putting myself... <laughs> Don't leave me hanging, Harry. I'm just moving on. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging here. Uh, no, what what he did was creepy and weird. Um, anyway, carry on, Harry. <laughs> but there's a whole lot more to it. It's not a black... It's not the black and white people want to make it because if, if, if we really dig into that, some of... Like... Like, how many... How many women came out 
who completely profited from having done disgusting things yeah, with Harvey, who uh, knew what they were getting into. Even if they did, though, they're in like because they're at a vulnerable age where they're manipulated into the situation with promises and and stuff. And then, like I imagine, oh I'm yeah, not, you I'm know not, what I'm saying. I'm not making what he says any if less wrong. If they profit afterwards. That's a good thing. They mm. have to get some kind of payment for the suffering and bullshit that they had to deal with. Yeah, but I'm I glad th- they did profit. But I think you're putting the cart before the horse. They like like Hollywood was as sick and it, or probably still is. Any power structure has deep levels of sickness and True. corruption. True. If you want to get to the top, it was not. I remember even as a kid growing up in England. It was just like, oh yeah, if you want to get up in Hollywood, it was you gotta you gotta fuck your way to the no, top. No, no, no. You're if growing up in England, so if you want to gr- uh, get up in anything, you just have to either marry or be born into the right family. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> come out the right vagina. Exactly. Yeah. Come out the right vagina. Your life yeah, will be yeah. set. Yeah. No, but some the, the some, whole some inbreeding needs to happen before yeah. you are successful. Ah. Yeah, your exactly. eyes have to be close together before you get rich. Uh, next up, with crazy things that happened this year, the stock market crash of 2020. Christian, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, there was a bit of a blip um, in the stock market at one point because everyone was like afraid of how the economy would go. Yeah, um, dude. Because it says there because of coronavirus, like a triggered a global recession. I Help me out with this, dude. You know Duffery? Do you know the company Duffery? Mm-hmm. So this is the first time I've tried to invest in stocks because of a pandemic to try and make profit. I bought some stocks of Duffery, which is a uh, an airport transport system or something. And so their stocks are crashing hard. And during the pandemic, obviously, the airports are major losses and stuff. So I buy like 100 francs, 120 francs of the stocks for Duffery. And I buy it through Swiss quotes. Fuck you guys. I'll tell you why. Because a couple months later, the stock price goes from 22 francs to like 30, 39 francs, 40 francs. So I'm doubling my profit, basically. I go back online to my account. Turns out these motherfuckers have been taking 16 francs commission every month. Why? I have so much, like I have no more money in that account because they've just been taking everything from me. All my commission, all the profit I've been earning is gone. What? It's just a monthly fee of a monthly fee of sixteen francs. Oh, just holding the the depot. Just yeah, just holding yeah. my investments. Yeah. They've mm. uh, they raped me on that situation. Can I just say uh, this is not a investors podcast. We do not recommend anyone invest in Duffery. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna put out. The, don't the, use this quote. <laughs> no, I, I gonna I gonna put out this. Um, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, past performance is not indicative of uh, future performance. <laughs> and um, I work in finance, but I have never given any financial advice on this podcast at any given moment. But <laughs> I'll give you advice. Don't use Swiss quote. But there's this little company. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to what you were saying about the financial crisis. There wasn't an actual financial crisis. There was a um, a, a crisis in, in. That's not what the headline says. Well, the the headline was. You know, these are true. I <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> so what happened was the New York Post, <laughs> and that that was actually fascinating. During COVID, everyone thought that we would go into a major depression. I did. I did for sure. Yeah, okay. and then they pump massive taxpayers' money into it, and then we didn't have a depression. Thank anymore. you so much. So money is still cheap, and um, one month later, that stock market was reaching 
the same level of points that it had prior. There was never a proper depression. Yeah, because the rich kept getting richer. Level. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, okay. Amazon, Tesla, they all made more money than anyone else during this COVID. We're, yeah, but we're very comfortable and lucky in Switzerland because most, I think yeah. pretty much everyone got their salary protected. But Luckily. I mean, but like in the US, it's fucking insane how many Dude. people are now going to be homeless yeah. or already are homeless. They have to move out of Williamsburg and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Gentrification, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very good. Uh, no, that's actually, actually very good. All right, all right. Uh, talking about US, the a major headline this this year was Black Lives Matter protests. Actually, I got a headline about the New York Post. weren't they the ones that got their Twitter account suspended for posting news? And then it was by Donald Trump. Is this real? N- yeah, this was. Uh, they got censored by Twitter and Facebook for. Something I think related to Joe Biden's son. This the whole oh yes, and and they someone said this is fake news, and they're like, yeah, but we're a we're a respectable <laughs> newspaper, and we've researched it. You can't censor us. And then QAnon it was, went crazy it was about, and uh, said pedophiles it, were involved. It was about the Ukrainian relation. Yeah, yeah. Mm, talking about Joe Biden, don't like. You know me, I'm not involved so much in U.S. politics. But don't you get this feeling that, like, Joe Biden is a pathetic beta male compared to Trump? Absolutely. Of course he right? is. He's like a fragile, old, fucking weak man. We with, spoke I feel about, like if they had a fist fight, Trump would win. We spoke about Biden on a previous episode when we were talking about the U.S. elections. Um, Joe Biden is a fucking wet blanket. It, but here's the weird thing about Joe Biden, or, or the thing that you know the unfortunate thing is the one thing you don't want to be is joe biden's son yeah because you're either dead or fucking retarded drunk uh drug addict exactly <laughs> but having said that though and having said that would you love joe biden as a dad no fucking way Fuck, of course you would have you seen the text messages that he sent to hunter no i still love you we're gonna work this out. And this is when he was on fucking heroin. Um like Who's on heroin? Hunter. His son. He was he was on drugs. And uh mm. Joe Biden, these these were all made public, by the way. Okay, these were all I, made public. I jumped, they were, I jumped the they gun. were leaked. They were leaked. That's amazing. I still love you He's because my political career depends upon it. He had a way <laughs> of talking to his son that I've actually never seen another politician do. Talking about the most pathetic beta males who are good fathers, Harry on the other <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a that was a dig. I, yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna call that a bad segue. It's a bad segue. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, Black Lives Matter protests, huge thing in the U.S. Um, I guess your interview moment. Chappelle said the most amazing thing that I like shaped my perspective when he said, "Yeah, George Floyd was made a hero, right?" We and like he said that they didn't choose him as a hero. Because people are coming out saying that George Floyd, he's a drug dealer, a drug addict, he's got a criminal record, all that stuff. Chappelle said the most amazing thing. He said, it, he said, it doesn't fucking matter what George Floyd did. The fact that as a black man, he was killed by a police officer. Yeah. Full stop. Full stop. That shouldn't be happening. That's all there is. That's all there is. Yeah. Which, like, for me, changed perspective. 
a bit, especially when we're like coming from South Africa where these issues are not like, we don't discriminate when we're killing innocent people <laughs> too, too deep. Sorry. No, but the U S does, does deal with this and seeing Switzerland's reaction. There's a part of me that was like, and I'm sure Harry, I know you have this one side of me and Christian has the other where the reaction Switzerland has a part of me was like, you guys don't have an opinion in this conversation. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I this understand. is just an influence. Yeah, I know you agree with this. You're an influencer trying to fucking tag onto the likes and all that bullshit. Fuck you. You don't know what this is really like. Don't pretend you know. But then on the other hand, I'm like, the fact that a country doesn't experience this is trying to be involved and change a narrative is beautiful. And I know Christian shares more of that side of things. Um. The biggest point, I think, around Black Lives Matter for Switzerland specifically was um, there was an awareness exactly. of a society that yeah. lives here and that is part of the fabric of this nation yeah. um, and that was, or it still is, in a large part <laughs> neglected and yeah. actually pride upon. Yeah. When, it, when it comes to policing... Um, uh, uh, p policing is a big issue in this nation, yeah. um, in Switzerland, and this has nothing to do with the US, but it resonates. Yeah, the the you have a joke about this, Dean, about the racism, profiling, yeah. the so the, the, the profiling, racial profiling, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> racial profiling around um, uh, people that live in Switzerland is huge. Yeah, and I think Black Lives Matter was necessary. Yeah. Um, I know that there was there was a lot of stuff that was thought into it, and there was a lot of conversations that were launched by it. The, the biggest moment, Christian, I don't think I've, I've ever joked about this or ever told the story, but the biggest moment that changed my perspective here, because I always thought it was a bit of a joke, the way Swiss authority exists and happens to be. Until like, I've joked about this in the past, but this was an experience, a real experience I've never talked about. I had this one friend... Uh, he was born and raised in South Africa. He's a he's a half half, so he's half black, half white, and he would be considered colored in South Africa, right? But he's he's a gorgeous Jimi Hendrix looking dude, and he's a friend of mine. And this is what shook me to the core a little bit. But also my my and his reaction was a joke because we were on Longstrasse and it was a bit of a late night. You know, we had been drinking and stuff, and the cops pull up to us and they stop him specifically. Right, so I'm like, oh fuck, here we go again, right? And they were like, yo, you match the profile of someone who robbed someone else down the street tonight. So we're gonna check you tonight because you match that profile, right? And I was like, we standing there, and I'm hearing him talking to him. So I come to back him up because he's my friend, right? I'm his alibi, his witness, whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Give us the give us the description of the so-called, you know, criminal. And they go, black man, curly hair. And I go, we have the same thought at this moment. We're like, okay, so basically you're describing Oprah Winfrey. Can you have any more like specific <laughs> description of this person? They go, no, he was black. And I was like, dude, come on. This is my friend. Yeah. We've been hanging out the whole night. Go fuck yourself. You know, A-C-A-B. Hey. <laughs> All cops are bastards. I think the thing, I mean... The the thing that's always freaked me out about Switzerland is looking at seeing seeing youngish black men like in their twenties, mm. 
like on trams or around the city and the look in their eyes that they're not making eye contact with anyone and they're mm. kind of and that really freaked me out when I first got here because like I've been in London a long time also in Bristol and uh, like the black communities there have like strong identity they you see like like the men walk proudly people of color are alienated here here it's really like it's more this kind of weird sort of yeah we're different and and i think this kind of this the passive racism in switzerland is is it's prevalent it's it's happening top shelf yeah 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 but uh so i think in in order to put this into context i think black lives matter was an a wake-up call for Switzerland, mm. but I don't think it ended up where it should. You know what I mean? It, it, it's kind of like the, this moment in history where we had Black Lives Matter mm. in in Switzerland, but it 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 didn't go further. I yeah, I know what you're saying, dude. But at the end of the day, I'm very proud of the Swiss youth as much as I judge them. Because they have very little perspective on the world, having being young and not traveled. They did come out. They came out. They showed face. They actually protested and did something. And big ups to them for doing that. Even though absolutely. Although I gotta say the one the one thing about the so so last Tuesday I did a Black Lives Matter joke at Contiki, <laughs> and the reason why I did it is because it it was like the holy grail. It was like the one thing no comedian was prepared to touch. Mm. And Again, we, we're we're back of you just like um, scratching <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. Exactly. <laughs> like, like if I get cancelled from comedy, like what that meant nothing. That's not the first thing you'd be cancelled for. Can I can I explain what I did? So do it, do it. I was hosting. I said uh, <laughs> it was crazy. I said uh, I said so. Uh, put your hands up if you think Black Lives Matter. And there was this brief pause where everyone processed, and then a room full of white people went. Whoosh, their hands went up so fast; it was hilarious. And then, and then some of them put it down. So don't put your hands down yet. Wait a second. Put your hand. Keep your the hands up. First person to put their hand down is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and there was actually a black guy in the front row. He put his hand down first. And I said, thank you for doing that. <laughs> for you saving, just saved everyone else's For saving yeah. this room of yeah. white idiots from their yeah. own. So, it, oh, I don't know. Funny, that was actually funny, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, also, <laughs> the to me, again, we've had this discussion before. I think the danger with this kind of stuff is where everyone leaps on board because out yeah. of fear. They feel like um, they, they benefit from it yeah, I mean, a little bit. I mean, fundamentally... You know, you should treat your brother, man, no matter what skin color they are, like fairly and would, yeah. True. I felt exactly the same way you just 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 uh, described. Sorry, I've been drinking. <laughs> um, do you remember the the story I told you about Teddy and fighting off the Nazis who used yeah, yeah, the N word? Yeah. It's on the podcast. Yeah, it's on. Right. Remember that story. So a week later, no jokes. I'm standing on the streets, and I'm taking my friend Wade home to catch a tram. No jokes. There's a group of five dudes waiting there as well. And I was like, yo, what's up, guys? They were like, oh, we know you. And I thought, oh, yeah, you know me as a comedian. What's up, guys? No, no. They remember me as being the dude who was fighting those Nazis outside oh. the bar. And with them is one of, like, a, a black dude as well. 
And there was a moment where I was like, oh, did you guys, you guys know the story, right? Yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah, they were Nazis. Like, you guys, you try to fuck them up and stuff, right? Big up to you. I was like, oh, you guys didn't hear what the real story. They were using the N-word the whole fucking time. I, like, that was my biggest fucking gripe. The one black dude was like, come here, brother. Come here. Oh, my <laughs> he God. gave me some fat hug. I was like, wow. this is me doing my part. But also, it's like, you know, a bit of a guilt feeling well, what, what i sometimes struggle that you with you were famous for something like i will always stand up for that i always stand up for the underdog or justice what, but what i sometimes struggle with in this context is um the fear of just being perceived as virtue signaling exactly so I, am i am i doing this for or, selfish or like, uh, reasons black or, lives matter as yeah. well like am i doing this because i'm ju i just want to show to everyone's like no i'm actually I'm a, a good, good person. person yeah yeah Fuck or is off, it like a genuine yeah fight for the yeah. right i think that is not fully resolved it's a half half yeah yeah but i mean there's deep in in any of these things there's always deep hypocrisy like you go out on the streets you yeah. you support black lives matter while wearing clothes made by but Indian then you won't have children. a black friend yeah I mean, yeah. It's, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and like, your, your iphone is done in a fucking sweatshop yeah exactly and and yeah. <clears throat> i don't know i talking I, about sweatshops this year kim jong-un had death rumors do you remember that that was fantastic so I thought um, that was made up from the get-go. What would it be? What would what would be the motive behind making that up, though? It 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 was just because. Um, okay, do you remember when uh, Kim Jong uh, Un was like talking to Trump, and everything felt like mm. it's now cool. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Then it all felt to be shit. fine, and then out of nowhere come these rumors, and I was like, "What? Who has?" And uh, who has a stick up his ass to go on about that conversation? Because it was, sorry, North Korea at that point was a fucking non-event. We were worried about Nobody cared. major other issues. But yes, it's Trump being president. But North yeah. Korea was part of the axis of evil, Chris. Oh, fuck the axis of evil. <laughs> Jesus what, Christ. What does the axis of evil mean? That was the Iraq the, war. Uh, who was that the was, that was Bush's. Korea, Bush's description of uh, all the countries that apparently he was technically in war with: uh, Iran, Iraq, or if you have um, to choose a side, North Korea, and was it Pakistan as well? No, he didn't do it because they, they. No, but no. Of course, are, they helped him kill. There are a lot of strategic uh, yes. intelligence interests in Pakistan, yeah. but yeah no the the uh the axis of evil i think iran and iraq were probably pretty surprised oh we're friends now i didn't yeah, even apparently know apparently so because they wanted to kill each after, other like yeah. five minutes ago so look that guy does not look healthy if anyone's eating kfc in north korea it's that but what's going, i mean he speaks kim, with german by the, the way. kim the i know because he grew up here yeah in Bern. The Kim Jong Un saga. Uh, there's something recently. Doesn't his cousin just flee? Uh, yes. I, Forget that. His sister was is next in running. To to me the one sec, guys. We got a bell. Emily. <laughs> oh, I was saying uh, Kim's sister was next in line for the, his position. The throne. The throne. But the, the, why do they all have almost in identical names? Like, <laughs> I think because they're family. What was his dad called? Kim Jong something. Il. Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Un. Wait, 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 wait. This is a very specific is thing that happens in, in uh, Asian um, nomenclature. So, uh, your me, family. Am I being racist? Right now? Your family name is always first. Yeah. Kim in that context 
is one of the most widely used family names in uh, Korea. And I'm not saying North Korea, just in general yeah, in, in general, Korea. Yeah. But I want a Kim Jong Manfred or something like that. Like, <laughs> like give us a full. Stop being so a he colonial, was, Harry. So he was like a cousin of <laughs> Hitler or something. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Last thing on the list here is the murder hornets arrive in the U.S. See, I read this, and, and for they me, do this every year. Like that's yeah, a I read story. this. It was a complete side note for me because really, uh, yeah, because. Um, this was like attention seeking, seeking twattery, uh, where it's just like the murder hornets show up every year. There's always like a, the killer hornets from Africa. There was that whole thing. It's another clickbait thing. Towards the end of 2020, actually, I, I felt like the news kind of like fizzled out um, because it was all focused on an election that no one really cares about. Yeah, yeah. true, dude. Yeah, exactly. Plus, we didn't have no one had been out and done anything. (laughs) There is that, and 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 this is even worse because then we started focusing on an election that doesn't actually really involve us in any shape or form. Yeah, well, it kind of does, but it doesn't. This leads up to my final question, though. How do you think twenty twenty is going to end in the worst case scenario? Civil war. Civil war between here. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's not going to happen. It's chilled out, man. I don't. It w- there's no worst case scenario for twenty. There is. I'm waiting for aliens, man. You guys saw those. The, the, that would the, actually the, be the cool. thing in the Arizona. Yeah, the, like monolith. That was fucking awesome. You know what I love about that? Typical humans. So like, there was a somebody posted a video on TikTok where. So this is a test by the aliens. You, so there's in Arizona. You just like what's that movie called? The Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. put that like the obelisk. The yeah, the obelisk pillar which is like a reflective silver thing crafted by aliens. So these have been appearing around the globe recently. Yes. And typical There's an artist that's actually assigned to that. No way. Yes. Okay, but this is our reaction as human beings. People who live close by, they went there to go visit it. Two fucking hilarious videos have come out of it. One where they're filming and they're like, oh my God, it's amazing. And in the background, there's an alien prawn dancing, like twerking. <laughs> and another <laughs> one where a guy literally just twerked on top of this fucking I saw that one. Thing. And they're like, oh yeah, what happens if this is a real test by the aliens? I think we passed, like twerking on this thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, there is an artist um, that, that was something that I read um, that did this um, before he died. He had people uh, put these monoliths up after after his death and uh, they just appear now around the globe. It's part of his no artwork. Way. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it, it's a total thing. So it's not sure if that was him because it, this is not the big debate. But the, the interesting, like, for me, that story lasted all of three minutes because I saw, oh, there's an obelisk. And then... Wherever I saw it, yeah, it because then Trump said something n- stupid. No, in three minutes, someone on Reddit figured out exactly where it was on Google mm. Maps. That was and so then funny. Saw the the footage, the no but, imagery from wait, wait, two years I, before. I want to go it. back to this though, because um, so when this happened, this was in the middle of the election, right? So everyone was focused on this and then there was this obelisk and we gave it the attention of a lab rat just going like oh yeah 20 seconds there's an obelisk and then we moved on and to uh no sorry three days ago there was this drunk woman um in front of um 
the uh, the Senate kind of like proving that uh, Trump's election was stolen. Did you remember this? Oh, I saw. Yeah. Okay. So there, there was a strong woman, basically. Um, cheers, everyone. We're having wine, ladies and gentlemen. This is how these things are going. End of the year, twenty twenty. End of the year. We're not even there yet. We got another three or four weeks we're to go. Yeah, we're getting there. I want this to end as soon as possible. There was a drunk woman basically trying to prove that the elections in um, Michigan were stolen. She was hammered trying to prove this to the Senate. It's fascinating. It was absolutely fascinating. If anyone, go and look it up on YouTube. It's actually funny to watch her because she's literally talking like a drunk person i think that's a, I don't know. I think I, that this should did be you see the books like it was fine <laughs> <laughs> this is the future for 21 it should be all arguments should be made by a drunk person like any if you have any important facts <laughs> i don't want a repeat of donald trump's presidency but man. dean i'm going to say something truly profound and depressing for you Do you it. say you you want 2020 well, to you be over in the middle. <laughs> yeah i burped in the you want 2020 to be over 2021, yeah. it's just a number, man. We're all under the impression that like 1st January 2021... It's, everything is going to be safe. No, no, it's not. It's going to be the same shit, different, different rapper. Yeah, yeah, like, 2021 exactly. is going to be one yeah. of the most horrific years that we've ever experienced in Sounds our lives. Good. A lot of Syrian people are going to die because they're going to start <sighs> a war oh, over depressing. there. Harry, I'm going to be depressed. There's more of... We're all going to be in lockdown. Forget we're, what you're saying now because I'm... Diving deep. Just Harry, accept that you're going to have a grey, miserable 2021. Forget that, Harry. Learn how to handle I it. I need That's some light at the end of the tunnel. Harry... Give us some like kind of good words that we can look forward to. Something okay. that's going to change you our perspective. You asked a wise man. The wise old ginger. Tell us what's going to happen, Harry. Tell us how to be positive for the future ongoing. The, the, the positivity comes through acceptance. And... That's that's the the profoundness that I can. I give hate you so much. Exactly. Yes. Acceptance for what? There is no release from this. So at this some is point, life. we all have to learn to deal adapt, with adapt, survive. Not just not just adapt, survive. Is do the thing that you've been avoiding with with for all these years by and and have escalated or accelerated with your phone going <laughs> like scrolling like mad. It, it's time to slow down and actually deal with yourself and depression and uh, all these things, you know, I, I was having this conversation with someone, uh, let's just say very close and dear to me. And, and the thing that I said to this person who is, let's say young, um, <laughs> and Jesus Christ, struggling, and I said, look, around the bush a little bit longer. Yeah, because I don't yeah. want to exp- make it too explicit. Although everyone who's listened a lot knows who I'm talking about. Um, is I just said to her, look, you know, people go through ups and downs. The thing that you, the the good news I can tell you is that I can, I can plan my depression in the calendar. So I know roughly when I'm going to have one. I know roughly how long it's going to take. And what, what happens is you, you've, you haven't been paying attention to like your sport or your food or something. Instead of watching like one Netflix episode in the evening, you watched 10 and went to bed at 4 a.m. Guess why you're de- depressed? Because you did all this bullshit and it's built up and up and up over time. <clears throat> and then you have to exert a little bit of discipline. And usually what has to happen is you have to hit a rock bottom where you go, oh, fuck, I need to sort my shit out. And, uh, uh, and 
the good news is is that this, the older and smarter you get, you stop being afraid of this. You know how to handle it, and then you don't need to fall quite as deep each time. So that's my tip: is is remember just cool. your your basis is your, your some good food. Dean has a very full fridge of green things right now. Excellent work, Dean. Thank you, dude. Good um, healthy eating and and some some exercise and some yeah. good sleep. My words are just let's and just. I want nothing. And if you're struggling with sleep, try masturbation. <laughs> there it comes. The sincere Flick and that the joke. That will put you out <laughs> for at least. Yeah, yeah, it'll help you sleep. My words are this. Just reflect. Um, see what the worst parts are. See what the best parts are. And use those as lessons to pro- progress you and propel you into a new future. I hate you both. <laughs> Why, what do you hate, Christian? Give us, give us the right What's version. What's going on Fuck with you, you Christian? Harry. Look, Mr. I've solved everything. Christian, I have someone to have sex with during the Christian lockdown. Christian wants an intellectually profound no. witty. No, fuck that. I actually don't want what do you none. Want? What, what I you, want, what want do you none want? of what this. What do you want, Christian? Let's enjoy the fucking ride. It's going to be so hey, fucking funny. You win. Like, Everything is going to be so funny in 2021. We're going to have a geriatric run to the United States. We're going to have a fucking mayhem in Europe because no one knows how to react to talk to an elderly, decaying fucking human <laughs> being. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really it's fucking be funny. And I'm have en- a laugh. Yes, I'm enjoying the fact that we are now out of Trump era where uh, we can probably reinvent comedy. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. If, er- if everything goes right. Maybe the Daily Show hosts will fucking get a yeah, real... Le- let's get off the fucking high horse in comedy. <laughs> we are not fucking journalists. Hey, actually, seriously. Go, we are not delivering yeah, fucking I, journalism. Let's is, go back to funny. Dude. And I'm going to pour a lot of funny in my head right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is me signing off. Yeah, yeah Christian. I'd, yeah, like, yeah. I'd like to see a lot more of John. John Oliver talking to his laptop. I want to hear more Christian. Go fuck yourself. I (laughs) want a whiskey right now. In an empty room. Christian did a mic job. He's thrown the mic. He's dropped the mic. Uh, Guys, thank you for tuning in. Looking forward to more. All right. Cheers. Ciao.